guys. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Maya Russell, and I'm with Orlando Brewing Company. We will be the featured brewery for the MTE Pint Night coming up on January 11th from 8 to 10 p.m. Orlando Brewing is Central Florida's oldest brewery, as well as one of six organic breweries in the entire country. We take a lot of pride in making beer with the best quality ingredients that you can find in North America. We'll be featuring three of our beers at the MTE Pint Night. We'll have our Blonde Ale, which is going to be a very light, approachable beer. We're going to have our Pale Ale. It's a nice, balanced Pale Ale. And my and my flagship beer, the I4 IPA. You're going to find Cascade Hops in there, which gives it a nice, interesting flavor. I look forward to seeing you all there. All right, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast Christmas slash New Year's edition. Uh, we've got Mr. Patterson on with us. What's up, Marshall? Well, Mr. Patterson, I'm in the Casa de Hill, sipping on a little 805 uh, Centennial Coast 805. What are you sipping on? Um, got an anthem. Belgium style wit. Well, look at you. The other day. Look at you. Hey, man, I've got two left in the fruit, so I figured, why not? Yeah, but so you could definitely then say that your palate has increased if you're picking up beers like that now. What are you trying to say, Mike? I don't <laughs> don't get it twisted. You know, Coors Light is still up there on the on the top of my list. But it just isn't regularly in your fridge as much as some of these other ones are starting to take take place of uh, what used to be predominantly nothing but Coors Light. You know, to be honest with you, all jokes aside, like I, I mean, yeah, that's great. We we definitely hear one honesty, so thank you. Yeah, no, I figured you would. That's why I said at first. I just I just wanted you to know that I was being honest with this comment, <clears throat> but I just can't. If I pick up their six pack, like I've got to get something that's yeah, that's a little bit more crafty because the other ones just don't really cut it. It's more for like I don't know. Your your, your palate's growing. That's what I'm saying. I'm growing up, man. I'm growing up. Oh, look at our baby, all grown up. That's actually you, you know what movie that's from? Nope. Yeah. Swingers, great show. Swingers, huh? Mm-hmm. Didn't know you had it in you. Well, now you know. Now you know. No, it's half the battle. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, so tell us about uh, tell us about your Christmas. What did you guys do? Um, Just typical traditional Christmas stuff. We got up way too early with the kids, opened gifts, put together a bunch of gifts. That's always the fun part is having to put all the pieces together and Oh, but crap, we don't have batteries. Now we got to run in the community store about overpriced batteries and all that jazz. But it was good. The kids had a great time. Uh, spent a lot of time with family. And so now, did you guys, you guys celebrate it at your house? Uh, we actually, yeah, we hosted this year. So we had everyone. Actually, it's the second year we've done it here. So all day we're cooking, and I'm just running behind everybody cleaning it. And then finally when everyone comes over, it's, I can kind of take a breath. Um, Did you basically just say that you don't cook? I, I said, yep, I said they, we cooked all day, but I went behind. Yep, uh-huh, I did. 
So pretty much Aisha cooks and destroys the kitchen. The kids are destroying the house as I'm going behind everyone cleaning up the whole time. Which I should probably just wait to the last hour before everyone shows up and then do it and just chill all day. But I didn't. No. No, your OCD won't let you do that, will it? I literally cannot sit still. You're right. No, I mean the OCD that has to be yeah. clean all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't sit still. That leads to me cleaning most times. I didn't know you had a problem not sitting still. When have you ever noticed me around the office or anywhere just sitting and not doing anything? Mm. Exactly. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess I've never, I've never known. I always thought you – I can totally turn things off and just do nothing. That's very, very hard for you to do. Yeah. I would say it's getting harder to do that, but I can still do it. Like today, I told the girls, I was like, girls, we're not doing anything today. We And we really didn't. Like we slept in. Um, oh, really? We did. Uh, I think we finally ate breakfast at like 11 o'clock. We watched movies for most of the afternoon. I fixed dinner. Cleaned up some stuff, and then now we're doing the podcast. That's literally all we've done all day. Man, those days are needed every now and then, right? Man, it was. I was very needed because so the way we celebrated Christmas was a little different. We kind of went back to what we used to do. Um, I mean, I grew up skiing as a kid. We would go generally once a year and go up to Colorado and go skiing. And let's see, college. My grandmother died, and so. The, the tradition of going to my grandmother's house for Christmas. My mom didn't want to, she wanted to switch something up. So for multiple years, we would go skiing over Christmas until marriage and kids and all that. And my ex-wife never wanted to do that. Like she, you know, she was abs- like actually like very adamant that she would never go skiing over Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I'm right there with you. That sounds ridiculous. Really? Who wants to go somewhere colder than there already is here? And ski down a mountain. Hmm. Yeah. That, so that would come from somebody that's never been skiing. <laughs> it definitely, definitely comes. I mean, I kind of get the whole Christmas part, but I mean, gosh, we had a blast. The kids had a blast. Like, we had a good time. We had a really good that's time. Good, man. We, Did you uh, sleep in at all? Do what? Did you sleep in at all during Christmas? Oh, man. No, that was. <laughs> yeah, I was messaging. That's yeah. Yeah, that that was oh I I can make that else I mean that was what was brutal like so, um, my sister and my brother in law my brother in law would definitely be like you he never can sit still, um, and so he was up most of the time at like five o'clock. He doesn't sleep much, and so I mean yeah he was up by like five, and we're supposed to be on vacation like, um, we had to be leaving for the slopes at 8 a.m. every morning, cooking breakfast by 6.30. Like, I, I, I was I was not – that yeah, that was that was kind of brutal. You know, the no sleeping in. And I think that's why I needed to sleep in because then when we drove back, it was a 15-and-a-half-hour drive, and I drove it straight through. Oh, my gosh. You drove straight through 15 hours? Bro, I, I had monster energy drinks, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try – I hadn't had – five-hour energy and, like, years. And I was like, you know what? You had three of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, I took little sips of one. I bought two and planned on drinking both of them. But between the three monsters and the five hour energy, I was I was okay. Gotcha. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, but so I, I was pretty exhausted the past couple of days, so I was like, you know what, we're sleeping in, like, um, done, and we did, we killed it today, complete rest day. So, so what do you what do you guys do? Um, I mean, you don't have any like tradition tradition. Nah, tradition for us is literally just food. I mean, we just gather and eat. Uh, we cook all day. We say dinner's ready by two o'clock. It's not ready until four thirty. This year it was five thirty. It wasn't ready until six thirty. I mean, it's just kind of how it goes. Her, her family's predominantly women, so and I'm me and my. If, if it's just her family to serve my house, it's just me and my son. We're the only guys. Like her dad's around sometimes. Like it's just all women. So it's just really loud. Nothing's on time. It's just you know. I've learned to just accept it. That's just how how they are. My family's the opposite, though. We're just laid back. We're chill. You know, we just, yeah, just kind of, I don't know. Complete opposites there. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So my family came over, too, so we kind of had a a joined uh, Christmas dinner, which was was fun. So so do do you have the tradition food that you always eat? seafood this year um we did last year i think we did seafood last year too we we typically don't do traditional now on thanksgiving we did traditional like yeah. four times in a row and we're yeah. like there was no way i was touching turkey this like for christmas so um but now we typically do something different i forget what we're gonna do next year but uh, seafood for christmas seafood for christmas yep oh okay. that was really good yeah yeah, um, we have some weird traditions with food. My mom always makes this monkey bread that's like rolls and some special sauce and, you know, just little stuff like that. Uh, she has this egg casserole she likes to make for breakfast. Those are kind of the, some of the food traditions we have. But, yeah, we don't we don't traditionally do I, – I, I don't know if there is a traditional type of Christmas meal, though, is there? I don't think so. I think there's more than Thanksgiving. Yeah, turkeys. I think Christmas is free game, man. It's free for all. I think it is. Like I remember as a kid, um, my uncle when we would all gather at my grandma's house, he would bring quail. And quail, like the bird. Quail. Yeah, like a bunch of quails, and they would fry them, and we would have fried quail, which was was always interesting. But I always looked forward to that because it was totally different. I mean, at one time a year, you eat quail. Who really ever eats quail? Like it was, <laughs> it was funny. Hmm. Yeah, Interesting. different, different. Um, so tell us about the beer you're drinking. Uh, just, I don't know. It's a nice crisp beer. That's all you got? Eight oh five. I don't. Um, they call it just a just an ale, and I would say that I would say if if you were going to define beer, this would be beer. Okay. Like, there's no adjunct flavors. There's no hoppiness. It's just, just a regular old ale. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, 
All right, so I think uh, maybe a good couple questions. You know, we're not going to do this long, but we wanted to we wanted to at least try and do some type of Christmas and then a New Year's kind of together podcast. Uh, I know we're going to have a good one to start the new year, where we're going to talk about how to how to market in the new year of 2019 and really go into some Instagram marketing and get uh-huh. very specific on that. I think that's going to be a really great podcast. But let's talk about these two weeks that are like Christmas to New Year's. And um, it's kind of a little bit of a dead time. I've always kind of enjoyed this this part of the season because if you wanted to take time off, now's the time. Like so oh, many yeah. so many people take these times off. Like you could you could actually take the time off and not even mean to. It just happened that way because you didn't have people that wanted to, uh, uh-huh. yeah. to get their cars done. How, what's business like for you guys? I mean, I mean, not specifically, but is, is it traditionally kind of slowed down right about now? Yeah, it slows down. So the week before Christmas, like we kind of are crunching week. Everyone's trying to get, get their cars done and so forth. So it's really busy then, but right now it's kind of, it'll slow down quite a bit. Um, everyone's kind of traveling. You know, we're already getting notifications that people are right now kind of canceling here and there because they're still out of town and going out of town. So, um, in the earlier years, like, you know, years and years ago, I'd get all stressed out. I'm like, why are, you know, you know, you know, I just, I don't know, you just didn't work more. Like, why are we not doing any cars? But now I embrace it. It's, it's great. Um, a lot of our teams are taking time off, too, right now. So that's great. They can, you know, spend some time with their families and go on vacation and stuff like that. So, yeah, it definitely slows down. There's just enough um, work to keep a, a steady flow, but nothing too crazy. What do you guys do, though? Like business-wise, what are some things that you think uh, are good for, you know, for your team? What do you guys do? Uh, I, I know, thank you for letting us come to your Christmas party. We yeah. kind of teamed up on that a couple of years. Um, and you always do a Christmas party for your guys. Uh, what do you do for them, though, for Christmas? I think you guys did some gifts and different things. What's some different things uh, for Christmas that you do for your team? Um, you know, aside from you know, uh, some good time off, which is, I mean, awesome in itself because we're always working super hard. So it's good to get some time off. We, um, like you said, we, we went and, uh, went to main event, which is a place here. There's games and bowling and laser tag and food and drinks. And I mean, we just kind of splurged on the team. Um, we just had a all out super good time, like a lot of fun, a lot of drinks, um, a lot of competitiveness on the games and so forth. So, just kind of let loose for the evening, which... Oh, well, there's no doubt. I mean, when it came to laser tag, like, you were, like, posted up in your little place oh, dude, on the... Awesome. Like, you were running around. You started sweating. Yeah, it was great. I still lost. I came in, like, last of the whole team. Yeah. All that work for nothing. You, yeah. I, I came I in, like, I don't know, fifth or sixth, and it was, like, 14 or 15. I think my wife beat the whole team, honestly. I think she came in, like, second place overall. Did she really? Yeah, she beat everybody, which is... And she was talking crap, too. Like, she knows there's no way you're going to beat anybody. Sure yeah. enough, man. Well, I was the guy that showed up in a white shirt uh, with yeah. all the black lights. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I didn't stand a chance. But, hey, you know what? I, I had a pretty good date. You know, finding little places in laser tag in dark rooms, not a bad idea either. Yeah, you guys were making out in corners. Uh-huh. You know, it's like yeah. teenagers. That was awesome. Hey. Hey, only live once. Uh, uh, we, give out, we give out some personal gifts to the guys, you know, um, just random things, gift cards or 
Um, I know last year we gave, uh, my wife gave all the wives a gift. Um, this year we didn't, we're kind of unsure of who was, whose wife or girlfriend was coming and not, so we just kind of opted out of that this year because um, no one was really giving us a good head count like we needed to. Um, but yeah, we, it's, it's good. We like to kind of spoil the team. It's a good time of the year to just give thanks to them and treat them, so. That's cool. So you think, um, I mean, that's probably pretty traditional. Most companies will give gifts to their employees. What level, I mean, do you put a level on that or do you just kind of go with whatever? Um, really kind of go with, uh, yeah, I don't know. We just kind of. I should fix it out? In a sense, yeah. Actually, this year I was like, you know what? I don't really want to do with anything to do with gifts. Uh, you know, here's the budget and go after it. So that's what she did. No. So even though I might be a little slow during the season, do you typically just check out, or what do you recommend that detailers do during this type, this time of the season when so many of their customers are taking off, or you know, business might be slow? Is that a time to also check out, or, or what do you think uh, recommended detailers do? So I check out for a period of time, like the week of Christmas, and then this week. Um, I kind of just really check out, but today is the first day that actually like, okay, like it's time to get back in the zone. So, um, my wife and I kind of worked half the day today, just kind of getting some, some planning done. We also, um, took a full day, uh, last week and went to the office for the whole day and just really mapped out, went and picked up, or we checked our goal from last year and kind of rated ourselves on it. A through F scale on the different areas of, of life and business and and uh, that we can kind of see what we need to adjust and do for this year. So um, that's something that we did there. But I typically will really check out for a while knowing that once I check back in, it's going to be pretty uh, – I'll be going hard for quite a while. So what uh, – so you do goals? Tell us about the goals that you do. Yeah, each year uh, we'll write out specific goals for personal life, for our, our business, for our team, um, where we want to do, like, just different areas within the business. Um, okay, break that down. So you recommend that the guys do personal goals as well as business goals? Yeah, personal goals too. So it could be health, fitness, relationships, friendships. Um, I know one of mine, I think last year, the year before, was, like, be more um, – nurture my friendships more because I could tend to kind of like not really hang out with people at all, kind of just be really super introverted. And I'm like, you know what? I've got a lot of friends and I'm just, I'm that friend that's like, oh, I'm busy. Sorry, I can't. No, I won't. Like, you know, I say no a lot to say yes to a lot of work. But, you know, at one point I was like, I need to go ahead and do more with friends. And I made that a point one year. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely important to, um, to really look at your personal life too and areas of your personal life that you could you know do better with. So years ago I stopped doing goals because I never seemed to really finish oh, yeah, them. I it. Yeah, like so I quit doing goals and I started doing words of the year. Yep. And you know, I, I got that from when I was going to Life Church. I think you guys still go there, right? Yeah, no, we don't go there anymore. But, oh, yeah, you don't Pastor, go there? Okay. No, we don't. Pastor Craig, yeah, Craig Rochelle, that's one big thing of his is 
word of the year, and we did that for a while too. But yeah, I, I did it about four or five years, and and I I really enjoyed it. And there was especially one year, and I think it started because um, years ago I, I I did this random. I'm not really big on network marketing, but I got put in early on what was called Solave, where we sold cell phone plans. So to me, it made sense. Like it wasn't like some lotion or potion, like it was an actual cell phone plan that was linked with T-Mobile. So I jumped pretty hard in on it and made something and got to some trip. And this lady was giving out these rocks, which was kind of odd, but I was, this would have been January. My ex-wife would have left in, in October. So we're talking three months into the divorce. I was still very, very rough around the edges, still very jaded. And her word for me was perseverance. And, and that really set a tone for that year to help me just persevere through all the struggles and all the stuff that I was about to go through. And so then each year I've just, I've picked a word and I've kind of just kind of meditated, kind of thought about where I want to go. And what's interesting is it seems like the next year when I look back at the word, it's like you could see how then it was propelling for the, the, the future year, which is kind of weird. Like perseverance made then the second year even stronger to persevere through stuff and grow into that word. Um, and one of the words was focus, which has always been hard for me, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but, but that's also the year that I started closing down with cell phone stuff and stopped doing the vapor and start like really began to refocus my energy towards growing, you know, total of solutions and staying in the realm of the in business. The industry, that, yeah. yeah. Staying in the industry. Yeah. I know we told you that once. <laughs> it's like, hey, if I do anything that's not in the industry, you just check me. I'm like, yeah, sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I think that's been more beneficial is picking a word to to go through the year. Yeah, it's a lot easier that way, less pressure to just your overall thought process is geared towards one word. You can make better decisions opposed to having five bullet points of different goals. And so that makes complete sense. And I did that too for a while. I say I set out goals. My wife is really big on goals. That's why I do those because she can kind of help or format and structure the planning aspect of it. Otherwise, I would just I wouldn't do goals because I'm not I'm, my brain doesn't work that way. Um, but yeah, I think it's important too. Everyone's hosting a different podcast that are just geared towards this. It's like being a dead horse, but when you're I mean, when you're setting goals or words of the year. We tend to, and you probably feel the same way, is kind of get um, loose focus. Like maybe March, three months in, you're just back to the normal, whatever. I mean, uh, if there's a way to like, I don't know, like have it like front of our uh, top of mind, uh, just to kind of stay, you know, because I mean, your word of the year last year or this year is it still like something that you think about every day, or is it lost in everything? Yeah, I mean, great question. Um, it used to be, um, I would say, the first two, four or five years that I did it. Um, I no, I mean, I stayed steady on that word, and um, if if something was coming, no, I mean that that word kind of made my like 
that word for that that year of focus was that's what anytime something random or something started coming like no I'm focusing like no I I kind of stuck to the words as I went last year last year I didn't do a word of the year um, I kind of just got busy because normally if you remember I also did that uh, when I did that Daniel fast where we just we usually fasted for like 21 days. Um, sometimes I did it hardcore and did nothing but fruits and vegetables. Sometimes, and then one year I did nothing but juice for, you know, and you would have to make up your own juice and do it like it was, it was pretty hardcore. Uh, but usually I would take that time though to kind of meditate on where I wanted to go for the year. And, and this past year, I just didn't, honestly, I just didn't feel like it. Like, I, I think some of it's because the girls leave uh, and they'll be, you know, I, I, I got them this past Saturday and then they'll leave again this coming Saturday. And that's always just a hard time. And I, and I think I was going through so much more of that sadness and that sorrow. And I think I just said, fuck it and just didn't really want to care about it. Um, and I just, I think last year I kind of more just rolled with it. Like, <laughs> I think I think it was probably was huh? Yeah, twenty eighteen. I think I just rolled. Like, I I think I didn't. Need, I felt like maybe I just didn't need something. I just wanted to roll. And um, I just, I, this is probably the worst year. Like, I just <laughs> whatever happened happened. I just kind of you know, like I was just slow with the wind, man. Like, just not much planning at all or execution. It was just kind of like keep my head above water all year. Mm-hmm. Which sometimes you need. I mean, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting, though, if, you know, a lot of predictions. And I think some of it's coming true. I think the way the economy, I know my mom, I was talking to her on the way to go skiing. And a lot of her market, you know, as far as, I mean, she worked for years and years and paid off her house and put money back into, you know, like a retirement market plan and this and that. And she She lost quite a bit of money over the past couple of months. You know, from her, I don't know, her portfolio or whatever. I don't know. I don't get into stocks or anything like that. But whatever her, her thing is, she's lost quite a bit the past couple of months. So evidently that economy is starting to fluctuate in a bit, maybe a little bit of a downturn. I'm not sure. It, it will be interesting, I think, if we do hit, as some people predict, a downfall in the economy go back to another recession type thing over the next year or two. I, I don't know when that happens, but it would be interesting what detailers can do in, in a situation like that, because we have had very good economy. Yeah, we really have. We really have, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what that does do to us. Um, hmm. Yeah. Who knows? All right. So we got a couple of good fun things coming up. Uh, like we said, next week we're going to talk, um, New Year 2019, what's some of the new ways that detailers can do marketing? I think that's going to be a very beneficial podcast. Uh, we're going to have so. a couple guests on. I think uh, you, you're you the one that pointed out uh, All Star does, does such a great job at marketing through his Instagram stories. Yeah, All Star does a super good job. Like I've actually taken a few uh, plays from his playbook and try to implement in my own um, social media marketing 
um, on Instagram stories. So he's it's always it's never a boring story. It's always very well thought out, but he puts it out pretty quick too. So I, I like I think he'll have some good good insight on uh, on that specific topic. And then we got uh, Rad from. Uh Oh, sorry, we got Josh from Rad Auto Detailing, uh-huh. and he will be talking about just his regular posts because he's 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 extremely active on Instagram. Uh-huh. So uh, I th- I really think that's going to be a good one. And I mean, because if guys aren't using Instagram to market properly, they're they're going to massively miss out in 2019. Yeah, you. I mean. It's not too late at all by any means, but you, you, yeah, you're gonna miss out if you're not. So show. So then we definitely got to talk about pints and polishing at Mobile Tech Expo Pint Night on January the 11th. Eleven days away. Eleven days what? away. That is gonna be a fun event with Orlando Brewing Company. Uh huh. Um, get your. Pre-registration, it is up at mtepintnight.com. You can go get pre-registered. There's only so many pint glasses. Pint glasses are going to be your entry ticket into the event. So if you know anybody going to Mobile Tech, you need to make sure that they get a pint glass. That's how they're going to get into the event. You're going to get free beer for a couple hours, and you're going to have the Orlando Brewing Company. They're going to have the regular ale. They're going to have their um, blonde ale. And then they're also going to have their IPA, which apparently is almost like award-winning good. Really? Yeah. I-4 is what they call it. I-4. Mm-hmm. So you can grab some information on MT Pint Night. We've got a little segment there that talks about the beers that they're going to have and about uh, Orlando Brewing. So very thankful for them um, sponsoring the event and uh, being there with uh, – Maya to help uh, explain the different beers, and she'll be there handing out some swag and handing out some stuff for us. So, sweet. Yeah, definitely gonna be a fun night. Uh, education day is gonna be good too. Got some class we're teaching, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of branding, we're gonna do a a branding podcast or a branding uh, class, and we're gonna talk about podcasting, how de- detailers can do podcasting how they can do use Instagram um, for branding and different forms of ways that, because you're really great at creating a brand. Um, and so we'll talk about the different ways that you've created brand awareness. Uh, and then we're also going to do an environmental detailing of what do we call it? Prosperous environmental detailing. Profitable, eco-friendly detailing. There we go. Uh, you're going to be talking about water conservation mostly. Um, and then I'll touch a little bit on um, the cleaners that we use as well. And and being profitable, it's not just that you're conserving water and all that, but correct. Why yeah, a detail? Different yeah. uh, revenue or revenue streams that you can have being waterless that are definitely a competitive advantage over others that don't use water. We've gotten a lot of like major contracts just the fact that we're waterless alone. So yeah, that's awesome. And then Ben from. Uh, uh, Florida will be there, and uh, green clean, green clean FL. Green clean FL. He's been on the podcast. He hung out with us last year at Mobile Tech. He has completely. At first, it was going to be a trailer, but now he's moved into a vehicle because somebody totaled out his van, 
And he has put uh, all of his equipment into, I think it's a leaf. Uh, no. And then he put his solar. So Ben's biggest deal is he has created um, solar power detailing to where he does not need gasoline. Yeah. And so all of his um, extractors or shampooers or power washer or pump, anything that might need like vacuum, anything that might need um, energy to run, he's doing it all through the sun and solar panels. Mm-hmm. And or then his vehicle now is electric versus gas. So that's awesome. It is. I'm super excited to see all the different stuff that he's going to show and tell about that. Uh, we'll then we'll be talking about plastic reduction. And I'm telling you, man, the more I've studied into it and watched different stuff, it's crazy. Oh, uh, dude, I think the biggest eye opener for me was that 60 minutes thing that I actually even posted on Instagram. Uh, they talked about how. I think they said 90%, like the plastics that we throw into those blue bins that we think is being recycled, 90% of it never actually makes it to a recycling center. So where does it go? I I don't know. They didn't answer that. So I'm not sure. Um, And then the majority of all our plastics were being shipped to China because they, yeah, for some reason the Chinese had figured out a, a more profitable way of recycling plastics until last year and they said oh we've got enough plastics thank you and so apparently all these plastics that we think we're recycling is just being sent over to um southeast asia like malaysia thailand um third world countries through southeast asia and they asked the question well are they recycling them and the comments are well we don't really have any way of tracking that so what's believed is that big giant plastic wasteland out in the ocean is all coming from us sending our plastics over to Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia then just throws them wherever. And that's what's creating all this massive, massive plastic waste. What the hell are we sitting over there for? Uh, because we don't know what to do with it here. Oh, and then they're just dumping it? And then they're just dumping it. For us, we're getting rid of it, but then they are just dumping it. So, so less on our conscience. We're not dumping it. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. God. Right. And, and what's crazy is in almost all these photos and all the different stuff is we can see these five gallon cubes or we can see one gallon containers. And it's like, hey, guys, <laughs> there's no regulation in our industry. Zero. Where do, you, where do you ever see anything in our industry talking about the amount of plastics that we are throwing away? None. So. Anyway, I think it would be an interesting topic whether anybody shows up or not because <laughs> that that would be interesting is do people care enough about the environment and detailing to come even to an event that we're going to talk about? I think they will, um, honestly. <clears throat> the title's the title's great. Spot on. People want to know uh, how we do make money with the methods that me and Ben um, uh, use as professional detailers and also you know, I, I think it'll be a good turnout hopefully yeah. I hope so too we will see so do you have big plans tomorrow night for New Year's Eve uh, we're going to my parents house they're hosting a little New Year's Eve party we're going to just have some food and hopefully not drink too much it's not the funnest to go into the new year all hungover so I uh, I try to stay pretty, uh, oh, pretty level yeah whatever I say that now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
I, I most likely will be uh, very, very okay the next day. Uh, as I have the girls now for every New Year's, we generally host a New Year's party with the cousins. So okay. it would be me and a bunch of kids. So, cool. Yeah. Uncle Marty. Uncle Marty. Yeah. It would be a great time, though. It would be a good time. All right, man. Well, uh, I appreciate your time. Uh, I thought it'd be a fun little thing to just throw in a quick little podcast so we can talk about a couple things. For sure, man. It was nice catching up. Definitely, definitely. Uh, give us your uh, give us your your Instagram handle right after right after we tab out. We should tab out. We should tab out. Uh, I need a check, please. Hey, so uh, DJ, DJ. Yo. Hey, uh, I, I got to know one thing. Okay. Is Kwanzaa real? <laughs> I mean, and did you celebrate Kwanzaa? Like, is it, yeah, is it on you, your list? You, is it on your you list? I think I celebrated Kwanzaa, Marshall. Well, I mean, half of you did, right? <laughs> like your dad's half? No, we didn't, we didn't celebrate Kwanzaa, no? man. I, I think that's a, um, I think a, a straight African cultured. Oh, so it didn't translate to African American. I don't really know many African Americans that celebrate Kwanzaa. Now Africans, like true Africans, I believe they mostly celebrate Kwanzaa. Alright, so what is it? Because the only thing I remember ever seeing was like they pretty much just I just saw like a Santa Claus that was black instead of white. Yeah. Well, I don't know man. I really don't and I don't think I think Kwanzaa lasts like four or five days. Oh, really? I think it's a festival, yeah. It's like January 26th to the 1st, and it's like a celebration. And like December a, a 26th? What's that? How many beers did you have? Uh, I'm only on my second, and I haven't even started it yet. Wow. But no, you, you've not seen like they have the candles. There's like like seven candles that they light. So I'm pretty sure it's like a seven, it's like a 26. Yeah, so it's like a, a few day. Uh, celebration and I mean, I'm sure they just have you know different traditions each day and stuff that they celebrate man so I appreciate you asking me because I'm black but uh you're part black, part black. <laughs> and no, now, now you're only part African I'm only part African yeah. it'd be interesting to actually see what they do yeah it would be maybe we should ask Ian <laughs> I don't think Ian would have the slightest clue what Kwanzaa is. <laughs> uh, he told Marcus though the other day that he was going to come over and celebrate Kwanzaa. <laughs> That's so horrible. Uh, oh, you told a lot of guys. Totally funny though. All right, hey man, give us your uh, Instagram handle and we'll get it closed out. Instagram handle is at DJ Patterson. Nice. You can find us at Total Auto Solutions. And as always, we appreciate you all. Um, DJ will really not sleep well for Kwanzaa. Will not sleep well for Kwanzaa if you guys do not give him a rating and rate this podcast as well as share it. We really appreciate that. Um, his goal for 2019 and Kwanzaa is to drink. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, that's too funny alright man hey hope you have a great night hey make it a great night make it a great night